Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Hey, this is Joe Sanfilippo. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in to your remote control here on the GeekCast Radio Network. I'm your announcer, Optimus Solo. And on today's episode, join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the RC crew as they talk TV in the modern era. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. That's right, for TV talk all the time, stop channel surfing and let us take over your remote control. People tend to do desperate things when they learn about their other versions. Yes, JK, that's right. Or should I say Howard, desperate things with other versions. Hello everyone, this is TFG1 Mike from the GeekCast Radio Network and here on Remote Control. If you noticed, we recorded this episode back in April of 2018 and it's not coming out until June. Sorry about that, but please listen to myself and DJ Valentine from Simplistic Reviews talking about Stars' new series, Counterpart, the ninth and 10th episodes of Season 1. These are the two-parter Season 1 finale for that show, and we cannot wait until Season 2 happens, whenever that may be. Hi, Howard. Hello, and welcome to Remote Control. Thank you to our new announcer, Optimus Solo. He is our new announcer here on the podcast. I am, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me once again this week is DJ Valentine from Simplistic Reviews. Hello, sir. Guten Tag from other Germany. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? We're just going to close the door on you. We're just going to block your side off. I'm We're... on other Germany. Hello, we are friends. We are... Yeah, we're just going to leave you in the middle and wait for you to die. 
<laughs> Let me cross border. It's good. It's, it, we do not claim that body. <laughs> claim, me. claim me. It's good to claim. claim it's, me. it's no claiming. <laughs> oh, God, folks. So it's been a while. Obviously, you heard us do, uh, you heard DJ, myself, and Gen Fusion do the Broadcast Networks episode a couple weeks ago or whenever it was. But it has been a while since DJ and I talked episodes 7 and 8 of Stars' series Counterpart. We're here to talk about No Man's Land Part 1 and 2. This is episode 9 and 10 of season 1 of Counterpart. It is supposedly getting a second season. Supposedly filming has started already. If it, if not, it's starting soon. Um, yeah, Counterpart. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> counterpart hyphen holy crap <laughs> exactly <laughs> somewhere along the line counterpart for me stopped being the howard silk show yeah the peter quail show yeah <laughs> the like, stuff with his wife and his father-in-law Richard Schiff, and his yeah. motivations got so interesting to me i'd be like watching it and i'm like oh yeah isn't this supposed to be oscar winner jk simmons supposed to like <laughs> He controlled this show. He just he hasn't been on camera for like you know twenty five minutes. <laughs> I know. Like last time when we when we had, when we talked about Love the Lies episode eight where we where we had the the face off in the interface room with the two of them, I was like, oh cool, awesome, great, and I expected more and more of that. Like I, nope. this is this is sad. I actually expected both Howards to go out guns blazing. Well. The one of them had a bloodlust, and it's the right the one you didn't think. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start with part one here. Um, Howard Prime is still eluding capture from Aldridge. Um, Quail is uh, trying to murder him. <laughs> Quail is dumb. Yeah, Quail is like I don't understand. He, he does, it seems like he keeps making all the wrong decisions, but it keeps working out for him. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like anybody else would do the things Quail would do and be dead already. Be like dead. Every mistake he's made, he's like he's 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 tr- is he trusting his wife? And then mm-hmm. he he's picking his wife over the the the, the place he's working for. This should get him killed. But it doesn't. It seems to work out for him. I don't understand. He's pulling guns on Howard. It's just like, what? You should be dead. Yeah, <laughs> you no should way be dead. Making it out of your life, but he does. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. But yeah, he. I mean, props to the. I, I can't remember his name. The actor who's been playing him, because from the beginning of this show, looking back at the first episode. Again, I never thought this character would be as big of a deal as he is now. Yeah, I never thought he was going to be a throwaway, and he's not. He's kind of like turning into. (laughs) I I guess it's a testament to the show that any one of these characters can kind of take the steering wheel for a while, and you're interested still. Baldwin can take the steering wheel. Uh, uh, Howard's wife can take the steering wheel. Uh, Quail can take the steering wheel. And I'm still invested. Claire can take the steering wheel. I'm still invested in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It, it's just... Uh... Yeah, Quail is... Quail ends up in a really strange place by the end <laughs> of this whole thing, but... <laughs> a strange... Because it, it, it... at first, he seems 
Like he's making this up as, in the immortal words of Indiana Jones. He's making this up as he goes along, and it just keeps working out. I was like, wait, is he unstable? Is he causing an accident? But it seems like the accident that he caused gives him uh, deniability of the other thing that he's connected to. It's just like this guy. <laughs> he's yeah. a slippery one, but it's it's. It, it, I would give him more props, I think, if it was on purpose. But I just think he keeps stumbling into uh, good things. Things just keep working out for him. Every time you think he's screwed, or this is the end of the line for quick. Because I thought at the end of episode nine, that was it. I thought something, there's a car following them, he's drunk. I, I was like, okay, this is, must be the end of this character. And then by 10, you're like, wait, what? He's, what? <laughs> he's like, everybody's thanking him? I was like, what, what? This guy's a piece of crap. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, I thought disliking um, Aldrich for the longest time would be the thing, but um, hmm. no, it's more so at this point Quail, because Quail is just... Uh, you're, not, you're not a Quail fan, are you? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> like, this guy just won't go away <laughs> he's, he's he's the bad penny he's the bad penny yeah and aldrich um i don't know something about maybe it's, i give it to the actor's performance something about him I, I, near this these last two episodes maybe kind of i don't say feel for him where i was kind of like hmm this guy was kind of not a i mean he was a douche but he wasn't like you know i, I think he had good reason to be the way he was I, I, i'll just put it that way yeah. I didn't like he wasn't like a, a mustache twirling villain. He was just doing his job essentially, though that job may lead sometimes to people getting murked. <laughs> but that uh, he he kind of turns into a pawn near the end, and I was kind of like I don't say I feel bad for him. I was just kind of like, oh well, okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it, it's not good, not good <laughs> at all. I no. Like, everything with this show is like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Give us answers. Give us answers. Give us answers. Tell and me then... something. Tell me something. Exactly. Why won't you tell me something? <laughs> it's like, they're fire marshal billing this place all the way to, you know, in living color hell. How old? He would have been ten. Alexander Pope bribed you with safe passage, as that one went on. Some kind of a switcher. He promised you you could visit the other side and see your living son. I can't protect you, Casper. If you don't tell me who they are. Protect me. Don't you understand what they do to anyone who gets in their way? The other you, she tried, you know. Reached out to one of ours months ago. A warning that people were coming over. I took it to Pope. You know what he did? Had her run down. Car accident. That's how far his reach goes. That accident? That was Pope? That's why she's in the hospital? Pope and you? You trade human lives for some false hope of a second chance? That is not your world over there. 
That little boy over there is not yours. Do you understand? How it stop? On the Simplistic Reviews podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk. Hello, Julie. What the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. I just want to go home. I, I didn't want to come here. I, I, I came because I, I, I thought I was doing the right thing. And, and then I saw what he had, and I just... I am not him. I know. Here's the thing. From where I stand, you two are completely alike. Take him to Echo. Are you sure you want to do that? Tell him. I don't ever want to see this bastard again. Well, we kind of, if we're bleeding into episode 10, mm -hmm. uh, we kind of got what we, well, at least I wanted. I want. I wanted a kind of a, spoiler alert, I guess, a Baldwin-Howard team-up. Uh, and we kind of got that a little, though it wasn't the Howard I thought that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, he's gonna team up with, but it was still freaking awesome. I wanted more of that, even though it's like maybe twenty seconds of it. But I, I thought it was really cool, and it. I think I sometimes forget how deadly Baldwin is because she is so like emotionally raw and like yeah. unstable, and then she's put in a situation where she has to kill her way out of a situation. And she's just murking dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, she's just like shooting them left and right. Like she'll shoot them once in the leg, come up and shoot them in the head. Like wow. And you don't even like fear for her life. She's just like it's like nothing to her. <laughs> Killing somebody like when she killed the uh, the the doppelganger, or I guess this Earth's uh, the the one the assassin pretended to be, who was mm -hmm. stuck in the middle. I right. Mean, she kills that guy and. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I, I had to like rewind. Like, how, like, how, how did she just kill that guy? Oh my God. She garroted him to the point where she didn't even have to hold it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a die in the wool killer. I, I give her that. But then you see these scenes where she's with the, uh, the coffee shop girl. And she, it's almost like she's a like a child. <laughs> she can't like, she doesn't know what to yeah. do with her emotions. She can't hide them with her or whatever. I, th I think it's a really good performance by the, that actress. Oh, absolutely! And the whole thing, I think it was was it's an episode nine. I forget it. This whole the, these two episodes basically run together, obviously. Like one but movie, yeah, think. essentially. But like when they're in the clothes, the, the clothing store, and the other right. woman comes in, like, oh, Nadia. 
you're you're mistaken. I'm not her. I'm not the <laughs> like. What have we seen that woman before? I don't remember that. Like I don't remember I the other not. Yeah. The oh yeah. That, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but damn this show. Like we. <laughs> Yeah, we got the the Howard Prime and Baldwin team up, which was cool as hell. But we still have no answers of who's really in charge of all. Because Pope's dead. Well, yeah, I, I... Good Howard <laughs> killed Pope. I'm I like, I want to say it came out of nowhere, but I kind of saw it like he was gonna like kind of snap on him. I yeah. thought he was just gonna like beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Sorry, but. When he when he killed him, I'm like, oh man, what does this leave? Good Howard. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> There's got to be a repercussion to this. Pope is pretty well connected. I'm, I thought Howard was screwed that way. Yeah. But then he gets screwed a different way where I didn't understand why. Uh, what what's yeah. the name of um, Howard's wife's? I guess boyfriend husband. Uh, I forget Ian, his the, name. The black guy Ian. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Yeah, he might be the villain of the show to me because he makes these decisions where it's just like they're out of spite or jealousy or yeah. almost there's like a moment there in episode nine where I thought that he was actually like coming around to being okay let's focus on something more important than a pissing contest with a guy who looks like the guy I hate because yeah, that's exactly. essentially what it was that's essentially <laughs> what it was yeah and it's just so crazy like Howard Prime's whole thing of, oh, I'm getting out of town and this, that, uh, and whatever else. And, like, he goes to his daughter's place and leaves, you know, leaves her. And, uh, well, was it his, was it Prime or was it Good Howard? Was it Bad Howard or Good Howard that went to the daughter's place? Because normally it would have been Good I mean, Howard. I think it's Good Howard, though. Okay, I was going to say, because, yeah, Good Howard got screwed the hell out of, like, he got royally screwed. They essentially Man in the Iron masked him, and that's not good, folks. For anyone that doesn't know what Man in the Iron Masked Him kids. means, kids, <laughs> go back to the 90s. Go back to, oh my god, please tell me I am not right when I reveal this. I swear to god, if that, I, I'm going to feel so old if I'm right about this. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I will explain Man in the Iron Mask in a moment. What else did you like about the, uh, the, the two-parter here? Uh, I, again, other than the Baldwin stuff, um, that the the conversation between, or the, I guess, the meeting mm -hmm. between both the I don't even know what to call this company or job or political whatever it is that Richard Schiff and, and, mm -hmm. and Peter Quayle work for, and Howard's wife work for their conversations, their joint conversations with the quote unquote people upstairs. It was so weird. It, it was it, it, super it, it, weird. It was. It comes out, and I'm just like, because first they bring in a briefcase, and I'm like, is this a bomb? What? What is? What's going on? And they bring out this device. It. It just. It was so like Twilight Zoney, almost Very, like Cronenberg yeah. uh, esque. I was just like, what is happening? But I loved it because it was just like this is insanity. Yeah. <laughs> and then like. Who, now I just want to know who are these people upstairs? They almost treat them like deities, yeah, because they don't want to speak out of turn or what. Who are these people? What happened to where there's this weird structure of, I guess, government, where the people in charge talk to the the higher ups through some kind of 
Chronicles of Riddick scaling device. <laughs> what else to call it? <laughs> but it was Man, great. I, loved it. It, I loved the weirdness of it. It was very weird. Yeah. If they were in a white room with a little girl or a big black cat, I would right. think, when's Angel and Spike going to show up? The last time I felt this weirded out by a scene, and I always go back to Mr. Robot, was when Angela and Mr. Robot is in a room, White Rose's room, and this little girl is kind of like asking her these weird questions. And you're just watching it going, what is going on? And when this was happening on Counterpart, I'm just like, what is going on? It's and so after crazy. And in this situation, Peter Quayle is just like, hey, Peter, great job. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He's the one married to the problem. <laughs> uh, and and um, the fact that Claire says this is only beginning, and, and their plot, it, it, it left more, because at first I'm like, that's it? That's their, their plan was just to, to shoot up this government whatever building or this... I was I was call it a diplomatic hub. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. But then Claire says it's only the beginning. I'm like, what are you guys? What is the plan here? It seems like it's we're still so in dark of what these guys are going to do. And especially now that Pope is gone, it seems like I thought he was the ringleader of this whole plot to mess up our Earth or Earth Prime or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what's going to happen now. Does that make Claire the, the de facto leader of this whole operation? Who does Claire answer to now? Yeah, really. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Who, like, yeah, the whole structure is just just done. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's just so crazy. And now I'm hearing rumors of, well, I mean, this, this show is, is replete with, like, speculation in room which just makes it a good show where you can just like speculate on things mm. some people are saying online that uh what what is the name of howard's wife i, can't, I can't emily. emily that emily the emily switched mm-hmm. before the show started so the emily from uh from the other earth mm-hmm. is the one that was actually married to bad howard and that's why he's so uh, what should I call it to her? The, uh, I've heard this rumor. I'm kind of like, I I have to go back and like something about it seems like there's something missing here. Like, that, if that's the case, I don't know. The, the fact that we have no idea still, we're, we're one season in, we have way more questions than answers at the end. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing. I mean, closure it... was not one of the things that we were given at the end of this season. Uh, no, we're left with more questions. Like. Who's in charge of this? Why are the like? Why is there a neutral zone in the crossing? Why is there this? Who actually split the world, or how did the world split into two kind of two sides? And like, <sighs> yeah, I thought that what was going to happen when um, the terrorist guy got to the neutral, I thought he was going to blow himself up or something. Yeah, and cause some kind of because uh, we're still not a. I, I have to make sure and double check. It seems like only a select people from both Earths know there's two Earths, or is right? It, yes. Is it well known that there's two Earths? Or is no, it really it's Earth? well, it, it's it's the same Earth. It's just two different sides. It's it's two different realities, I guess. But it's the same planet. It's it's not like they're, uh, it's not like they're tesseracting around the galaxy. Right. No. 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 It seems like, from what I gathered, it's like the it's like 
the number eight or an infinity symbol where there's an earth and another earth and they're connected by this tunnel. Mm. So I'm assuming. But if that's the case, that's why I thought when the guy was in the neutral zone, he was going to like expose the fact of this to everyone that I get. Yeah. Not know. But then he just kind of like lays there to see it was more of a political kind of actual diplomatic struggle on what to do with the guy i'm like well just leave him <laughs> yeah really just leave him let him die and then and then and then when they finally go like somebody finally gets the gumption up without having given given being given an order or anything like oh i'm just gonna go see and the guy's dead and they're like oh my god he went down there you're not supposed to be down there oh my god the devil's gonna come after us now ah <laughs> So, uh, going back to Man in the Iron masking between the two Howards, um, mm. I, I, I'm i so old. <laughs> 20 years ago, as of March 13th, this year, Man in the Iron Mask was released with Leo DiCaprio and whoever the hell else is in it, uh, Jeremy Irons, John Malkovich, Gerard Depardieu... John Malkovich, who has to enunciate everything. Syllable. (laughs) Yeah, he played Athos. (laughs) Athos. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. I like that performance, but the best Athos in the last 20 years, Kiefer Sutherland in Disney's version. (laughs) Disney's. Three (laughs) months. Gotta have the Disney guy. Disney's the three Musketeers. Uh, but yeah, they at the end of this season, we are, we're led to see that Good Howard it just gets screwed over. And it seems like this whole season was just one long screwing of Good Howard. <laughs> we're yeah. like, yeah, thank you for. I mean, we're, we're gonna pull you in a situation, and you're gonna get kicked out of your reality, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna get put in a room by a guy who's doing it. This is what pissed me off. Why? Because he looks like the guy he doesn't like, and he knows he's not the same guy. Yeah. Like, if he didn't know, I could get it. Yeah, but, like, but he knows. Why are you punishing this? What did this guy do to you? He didn't do anything. He didn't... I guess he's doing it out of jealousy because um, uh, Emily has feelings for him. Yeah. But, I mean, it just sent him back to the other freaking reality if you have a problem with it. I, I, I didn't get that part. But then you'd have two Howards in the same reality because Howard what Prime based reality. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, my reality, screw him. Well, yeah, but like Howard Prime, pretty much like you, you're the one that said this. Oh, what happens if one of them goes to the other's reality and likes it and wants to stay? Howard Prime wanted to stay, and he he ended up st- like Howard Prime ends as a free man going to see his quote unquote wife and giving flowers to the nurses this time around like he didn't last time or the first time he was there and this, that, and the other, like, and reading to her. And then, holy shit, she woke up. (laughs) (laughs) So, essentially, uh, good Howard has become a murderer and bad Howard has become a doting husband. Yeah. (laughs) uh, There we go. (laughs) Dude, I have no idea. Honestly, I have no clue. Whatsoever anymore. Wait, let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Is there a Pope on Good Howard's side? That's a good question. I assume so, but I don't know. And I don't know if he would be the same type of Alexander Pope that 
was on the other right, side. Peter Quayle on the other side. Oh I'm no! Of, I'm trying to think of people we have not seen duplicates of. We haven't seen uh, Emily's boyfriend jerk guy on this side. Who haven't we not seen duplicates of? We've seen duplicates of Baldwin. We've yeah. seen duplicates of Howard. Yeah. Uh, we've seen duplicates of the, the a lot of the terrorists. Claire. Uh, we're just missing a couple. Du- I think that's where the second thing's going to go because who are these people? Who are uh, who? Uh, maybe these are maybe these are the end games because essentially, if Peter Quayle is now the the man in charge, apparently. Um. Well, maybe they won't even need to do any duplicate because Claire has them wrapped around her finger for some freaking reason. So they wouldn't need... I was like, well, maybe they'll just eliminate the Peter from Good Howard's side and replace him with the Peter from their side. But they don't even need to do that because for some reason he's helping Claire out. Yeah. I don't know. Other than the fact that I guess because she's the mother of his child. But I mean, that's... That's a weak story reason. Might be a... A irrational, realistic reason. This is a weak story reason for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just crazy. I, yeah, like yeah, it it's mm, so many things. <laughs> so many questions. Too many questions. <laughs> Too many questions. Hitler at the end of Batman Forever. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no! Melted, and you're just like oh. so many questions. <laughs> Stop. It's just so bad. The superhero webcomic, DCN's got superhero antics and sexy girls. For action, drama, mayhem, and more, read it now at DCN.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. And for the new DCN podcast, go to Patreon.com slash DCN. Charge of it. 
Really? Officer, yes. What do you think is going to happen next season? What do you? What, I, what is your guess? I'm not even sure. I really have no clue. Um, because Emily's going to be asking where the hell Good Howard is. I'm assuming. Yeah, she's going to. Well, just like Emily Prime knew that that Howard Alpha wasn't her Howard. Like knew that he wasn't the jackass that she married. Like Emily. Alpha is gonna know that Howard Prime. I mean, she I already, she already knows. well, she, she already, already does already. know, but like, yeah. she's gonna wonder about where's my real husband? Where's the other you? Where's this? Where's that? Like, as long as we get like at least ten minutes per episode of all double JK, I don't care. Like, getting <laughs> getting bad Howard to break good Howard out of the room or whatever. Oh God. Well, they left. They kind of left on the terms of I don't need to ever see you again. In the, after that interaction in the uh, yeah, that's boss, yeah. The, Bad Howard is not going to be. Seem like, at least that's how it felt like to me. Where Bad Howard was like, "All right, you want to be on my side? You're on your own. I ain't going to help you. Whatever, I don't care." Because yeah. apparently, I'm in love with your wife, and you're in love with my wife. Unless they were actually switched, and they were still in love with these other wives. It seems like the wife that he has, uh, that, that Bad Howard has on Good Howard's side, isn't the drug addict Howard. It's a drug addict Emily. It's the one that he can kind of like reconcile with, and the, the Emily on the bad Howard side is the one with the good Howard can reconcile with. So it's it's a weird thing going on here with the, them and their wives. It's weird. Yeah, it really, really is. It's crazy, but this show just wow. <laughs> like. I don't even know. Where's Baldwin going with all that money? Yeah, exactly. Like, is she going to go back to her side? Was she trying to go back to her side? I couldn't remember if she was... I, I know she wanted to get paid, but I couldn't remember if she wanted to... It seemed like she wants to stay on this side, but it's kind of bad for her because uh, she's she's dead on this on, on the, the yeah. Earth side. So like, with all that money, she can fix her face and <laughs> change her look, I guess. I... I don't know. I'm like stumped, honestly. <laughs> like, no clue how that's gonna gonna work out. Um, overall, I love the final two episodes. Um, wasn't exactly where I thought it was gonna lead. I don't know where I thought it was gonna lead, but I thought it was gonna be like, like you said, like have this guy blow up a bomb and basically have it be a San Andreas fault of something bigger of, than of what the, it was. Exactly. Like that's like when they started shooting up the place trying to get downstairs, I'm like, oh yay, finally some action. Like the last time I saw this is when Hat Bad Howard went into a car and blew people up with, you know <laughs> you know, you know, shot, you know, silent bullets into people's heads. Like like 
Shouldn't they have been trying to go upstairs and find out who the hell? The yeah, really. Like, upstairs? why are you trying to get to the other side of the of the reality? Like, no, just try to go to the fifth floor, or the seventh floor, or whatever floor you're supposed to be going. Like, I know the fourth floor is where they were, or that's what they said, but like, fresh hell, people. I guess I mean. The fact that they caused this kind of international incident is what the purpose of their attack was. Yeah. But it's 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 like the game that they keep referencing in every opening episode. It's a long game. It's a long yeah. it's a it's a long play. It's not the quick because on the surface it's like I was watching and I'm like, this can't be their plan. This whole thing where they're filing duplicates and they're sitting in the thing just to get guns to go in the thing. Guys, you could have just drove up, filled a car with bombs and drove it into the building. This is all you're planning. So there must have been something else that they were they wanted to do. This whole situation of getting them to have the meeting with the uh, higher ups and Claire's, you know, statement of this is only the beginning. It's just kind of like, okay, then what the hell are you guys leading up to? Yeah, exactly. Because I have no clue mm. what the hell they're leading up to. <laughs> I I mean I'm glad that I don't have a clue what they're leading up to, but at the same time it's like I I don't know. Like, come on, people. So how long do you think we gotta wait till season two? Probably a um, year. Well, this one started in what, January? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna definitely keep my eye out for various, you know, things and whatever to make sure, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be probably a year. J.K. Which, Simmons is not like the most non-busy person in the world. He doesn't does a movie a day. <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> got to make that money, right? Did he, gotta, did, he, did he survive? I can't remember in the accountant if he survives, but uh, if he does, I'm pretty sure they're going to be making a sequel to that. And then if this Justice League crap ever fixes oh. itself, ever fixes itself, he's Commissioner Gordon. He's got a he's got a lot on his plate. That guy, so that might be del- they might delay shooting for a while. But you're saying they're shooting now, so maybe they. That's what I've read. Play. I've read that shooting has begun because they're expanding the cast for the second season. That's expanding cast. That's like forty people. I got <laughs> Quail. I got Emily. I got her boyfriend. I got Baldwin. I got Baldwin's lover. I got Baldwin's other lover. I got. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> slow down with this gas. Slow, smaller. <laughs> Shit's coming up my left ear. I got this crazy person. I got all drink over there. The other, the hitmen. So many people. So many people. <laughs> yes, so many people. Oh boy, I yeah, dude. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I could not tell you. I want to be able to tell you, but I have no clue. Um, but no, Counterpart was a great first season. Absolutely love it. Like we said in the beginning, the 10 episode um, arc thing worked. Uh, you know, J.K. Simmons, obviously amazing, as like always. It's, it's still good. I mean, yeah. J.K. Simmons is, you know, the king. J.K. Simmons, I mean. He's... I was worried that it would just be him, and every time he leaves the screen, you'd be bored, but I, that never mm-hmm. really happened. I mean, my favorite episode of the season is still the one with Claire in the school. 
So, and that's just her, really. And J- yeah. I don't think JK's in that episode, if I remember or recall. So, yeah. uh, probably not. But yeah. my favorite scene of the season would probably have to be, um, you know, him in the car. I mean, come on. Oh, that, 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 was, <laughs> that was an awesome I mean, scene. Dopeness, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know, he's even got the earplugs and everything beforehand. It's, it's, it's like. The car and everything leading to the car where he goes, Exactly. I just want you to know I'm not armed. <laughs> <laughs> just to show you, I'm about to kill all your boys, but just so you know, I'm yep. not. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's absolutely just crazy good. And it's different. I mean, people always say, oh, everything is the same. Everything is rebooted. This is a different show. Uh, though mm-hmm. it takes aspects of other things you might have seen, it's just every, everything you think you've seen, it kind of makes a little interesting twist on it. It's a mm-hmm. different show than you're, you're used to. You add a sci-fi element to a spy show, that, you, good luck finding a bunch of those on TV. Not unless you want to talk to Sheldon Cooper about oh, sci-fi God, not stop, picking up alphas. Stop talking about <laughs> freaking Sheldon. <laughs> you leave Sheldon alone. I, man, don't get me started on no uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh boy, I know exactly what DJ and I are doing next. Oh please, don't, you don't want me on that show. <laughs> I'll, I, I will burn the show to the ground. <laughs> I kind of do at this point now. <laughs> uh, counterpart, the first season, uh, we have a zero to five rating scale with half points here at the GCRN. The season, uh, there were low points, but it didn't matter because there were low and slow points, but it really didn't matter because that was part of the show. So for me, I'd probably give it a four, four and a half. Yeah, I think I'm right with you. I think I say a four. I mean, there's, a, I think the way it ended was kind of for us to be probably waiting a year wasn't yeah. uh, as satisfying. I mean, it's kind of a cliffhanger, but I mean, man. You need to answer at least a little bit, a little bit more of these questions because I didn't mm. leave with any bit of satisfaction, like zero. I'm just kind of like, what's next? What's next? <laughs> I mean, certain shows will kind of cl- leave you on a cliffhanger, but at least they'll close off a storyline. All these storylines are still open. There's like nothing that, that that's ended. Claire's terrorist attack is still happening. J.K. is still over there. J.K. is still over there. Yeah, over there. Emily's still over there. It's like there's there, there's no sum up. I guess the the only thing I really closed was was uh, Pope because his head is all over the floor. But that was about it. Yeah. And this is another Pope, and it's wide open. Again. Uh, yeah, really, right? I don't know. Um, if if anyone wants to check this series out, please do so. It is well worth the price of admission to get stars and. Most cable packages sometimes will say, oh, you can get stars free for three months or whatever. Um, it's very much worth it, folks. Binge it. It really is. Yeah, binge, binge it. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us. I know this is kind of a quick episode with two episodes of the show, but there was just so much going on and so much that was frankly left on like i have no answers to any questions what i don't even know what my questions would be but whatever they are they they were not answered whatsoever where's baldwin going yes exactly hope where's jk simmons where's the other jk nothing yeah nope 
They left it all out there, folks. Left it all out there. <laughs> and yeah, no. So that's going to do it for us here on Remote Control. I am still working on what's going to be going on for our summer content. Um, I have planned the summer of superheroes. So it, I don't know. It may go well, it may not go well, but, you know, power, courage, speed, heart, they have it all, and they're all right here. Yeah, that was from a CW video that I cannot find now. <laughs> Somebody please explain to me how a video I liked on YouTube is now a quote-unquote private video. Like, I get it, people can change the settings or whatever, but, like, I don't know, I don't even know what the damn video was. Like, <laughs> anyway, makes no sense. No sense at all. Ah! Um, where can the people find you online, sir? Uh, Simplicityreviews.net. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at me personally, at trying to be DJV. Our show's uh, Simplicity, uh, the Simplicity Reviews podcast Twitter handle is at Simple Tweeters. And uh, search for Simplicity Reviews podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, all that good stuff. Awesome. I'm at TFG and Mike on Twitter. Head on over to geekcastradio.com for this and all of our other content. You can follow at Geekcast Radio on Twitter. You can find Remote Control on Facebook. So we have a Facebook page now. Yay! 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 <laughs> really, really bad Kermit impression. Yay! Yeah, I can't Where's, Where's Phillips at? Get him over. Get him over here. Yeah, exactly. Be between Steve, between Steve and my buddy Neil. Oh my God, the two of them to get like it's like dueling Kermits. Kermit off. It, yeah, Kermit off. Piggy won't know which one is the real one. <laughs> so, we're going to catch you next time here, folks, on Remote Control. You've been tuned in to Remote Control, the GeekCast Radio Network's modern TV podcast. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the RCTV crew next time for a new modern TV topic. I'm your announcer, Optimus Solo, and remember to think of us the next time you pick up the remote control.